I'm breaking out because Kai keeps licking my face. She does. Well, don't let her do that. I know, but it's kind of... Sometimes it feels good. <laughs> well, it doesn't feel good when you're breaking out, does it? No. Are we recording? Yes, we are now. I brought my weed pen down just in case. <laughs> just in case you get any red? Don't know what to talk about? No, just in case... No, then I have way too much to talk about and I can't even... You know weed. <laughs> it's good stuff. It is. So, welcome to our podcast, Future Listeners. That's right. It's Rudolph <laughs> and... Did you even know Kanika. Kanika. It's Kanika. Yeah. And yes. Rudolph. And I'm Rudolph. And yeah, and I'm Kanika. And this is Midnight Hour, kind of. Talking. Midnight Hour Talking. Yes. This is Untitled Podcast, but we're titling it Midnight Hour. It's pretty straightforward, though. Yeah, I mean... We're just talking. At the Midnight Hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wait, wait, we should tell them where we're talking from, because this is really funny, where we're talking Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. Talking at a office. A leasing office. A leasing office. Located at the previous, or previously, Dom and Jerry, um, Scooby-Doo, the Flintstones, what else? Jetsons. Jetsons, everything. Hanna-Barbera. Your favorite cartoons, any of your favorite childhood cartoons, is probably 90% sure made here. Dang. And I live here, and that's like surreal. That I live in this place where I grew up watching the TV shows they made. I feel the same. I feel like, but like the spirit should be there. I don't feel like I, I don't know. I haven't gotten like any like messages from Scooby himself. I mean, mm. I have a freaking puppy, mm. but I need to get like, because I'm so connected to Scooby-Doo. Like that was the one that I connected to. Yeah. Did you connect to yeah. anyone? I like Scooby-Doo. I mean, my favorite one, actually, <clears throat> from all the ones is it's called Wacky Racers. I never saw that. Did, but you know what I'm talking about? I heard it, but I don't think I got into it. They got all kinds of cars. They're like all kinds of rods, and they're just... Every um, episode was just them racing to the finish, and they would do all kinds of crazy things to, to make it there. But I just love cars, and they got all kinds of different cars, and there's a lot going on. And this, this did they is, talk? Yeah, they did talk. They had like conversations. I'm pretty sure. So it's like the movie Cars, but this was like the original version of Cars. Basically, yeah. I mean, it was actually drivers. It wasn't the cars talking. It was oh. the drivers. Yeah, and the drivers had their own personalities as well, which was fun. So. Oh, that is fun. Yeah. And the cars were wacky, so. So it's called Wacky. Wacky Racers or Wacky Racing, something mm. like that. That's interesting. It. I loved it when I was a kid, yeah. Man, the content we had as kids is so much better. I don't even understand the kids today and what they watch and if that's actually enjoyable. Or is it just because they have no other thing to compare it to? Because we have it to compare it to, but they don't. So I don't know if they're, if it's actually good. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to judge for us, because, like... That's what I'm saying, but at the same time, I don't know. I mean, that's 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 why we ask if it's good, because it's probably not. Because we think it's not good. Maybe if I actually sit down and watch everything they're watching, it's very It's very all over the place. There's a lot going on. Like, with the things that they watch, like... What do you mean? Violence. There's a lot of violence, just generally. I think there's more violence now than it was when we were kids. I think so, yeah. There's just a lot going on. Like, just shooting, something blowing up, someone. Well, that's like a video game you're watching. I mean more like, even Disney Nickelodeon, it's not, there's no shooting there. Like, I watched a lot of Disney growing up. Oh, yeah. Like, most oh, yeah. kids. Oh, Disney? No, no. Disney has never been about that. But I mean, like, let's say Cartoon Network or, or like... Well, Nickelodeon. Cartoon Network, yeah. That was, I mean... Yeah. There's shooting... You think there's shows about that? Now, now, now there's, like, a lot of robots and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It just changes. It just changes. But I mean, it's, it changes it's more the times. Yeah. That's not good. No. No. Well, the same thing with TikTok is different, though. 
Why? I mean, TikTok, there's no violence. I mean, it's not violent. It's just different. Well, maybe it's just kids are actually probably consuming their content not on traditional TV, maybe, as much as we did. They're probably just no. doing a lot more YouTube phones. So on the YouTube phones, it's very... Well, now it's all those streaming sites. Oh, yeah. I mean, welcome to... Was, I was having this conversation with somebody like literally a month back and now everyone's talking about all the streaming. Disney Plus, HBO Max, Peacock at NBC. Hmm. It's going to change the game for like everybody, for ha for a regular audience member. And then people in LA who are acting in it, starring in it, writing in it. I don't know. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. But just like buy cable, right? Mm -hmm. The cable's expensive. Yeah, I know. It's like $100 a month compared yeah. to what streaming is like $10, $15 for a subscription. Mm-hmm. It's a good deal. But here's the thing. Are they going to be able to sustain that? I think they will. Or maybe not. I mean, I think they will because it's... As with anything new that comes in, they're, they're going to find... They already have a different base than what the TV had. Yeah. Like, TV, we're making money different way with their ads. Mm -hmm. Now, with streaming, they make their ads completely differently. It could be ads that you see when you open Netflix. Mm -hmm. And they're just banner ads. Like, they're just there. And how we don't even notice... I mean, are there bad? I don't even know if they're... Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. There's no ads on Netflix. On Hulu, there is, though, no? I don't know. Well, there's definitely on Spotify. Oh, that's if you're not premium, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's how they... Well, that's, that's how you make money. Yeah, yeah. So, they, they stream it. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess... Um, Wait, good question. Now, I forgot shows? how Netflix makes... <laughs> Wait. Well, well they have subscription. Now... It's, this, this is subscription. Besides that, though, I can't... But, I mean... Well, you see, that's that, that's the thing. That's how they... I know. ...go around the TV, whatever. Because, like, they have subscription that pay them... Because this the issue for TV is Netflix is like one channel on TV yeah. that everyone pays for. Yeah. But when you get a cable, you pay for all these channels. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's what literally like five years ago when I wanted to make my own thing. I kept saying I want to make something like Netflix. Mm -hmm. Why didn't I go through with that? Because now everyone's doing that. Right. If I had what, but I was so like, no, that sounds too big. That sounds too. Um, over the top. It's not. <laughs> so you know what? I'm sorry everybody goes something. But this is a future reminder that like if you have an idea now and you think it's a good idea. And you and, and you want to go with it and you think it's too big. It, it's not too big. Go with it. Because yeah. You know what? God dang it, Kanika. If you don't act on an idea, it's just an idea. I know, and then you know someone else is gonna do it. Probably. Well, if you don't do it, then who, who's going to do it? Somebody who will think of it after I thought of it. Because here's how ideas work. It comes, it plants in your head. Mm -hmm. I to think of it. It plants in your head, and then if you don't act upon it, it will go and fly to someone else's head, and that person will act upon it. That's true. Mm -hmm. So you think the idea is find her? It's gonna find its place in the world, basically. If you're not gonna take it, someone else is gonna take it. Yeah, I mean, you you put it a better, less competitive way. I put it in a very competitive way. You're pretty much saying the idea is meant to happen, no matter who mm -hmm. executes it. Mm -hmm. But I'd like it for it to be me. But I just. Can you silently chew on your toy? <laughs> yeah. We have a dog for those uh, listening. We have a yes. dog right here. It's playing with toy. <laughs> Just consider it the background music. I don't think they can even hear it. No. The audio quality is probably pretty bad this time, but... Uh, We're improving. I mean, if you guys want to fund this, go 10 ahead. cents goes a long way, everybody. This is a, a project that we hope will at least make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. I mean, we really Definitely. don't know. No, no, that would be good. Make a difference, a positive difference. Right. Well, a difference that, you know, positive or negative is just a difference. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't want to make a negative difference in somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? Well, then that means you're never making a positive one either if it's not a negative two. You can't have positive without negative, my friend. Well, I don't know. We could argue about that right now because I don't think that's true. Because, look. How can we have a plus without a minus? Because that's the thing. They listen. And we talk about something that, for them, it might be of value. And of value to think that is the negative thing. And our thing is the positive thing. And we solve their negative thing with our positive uh -huh. thing. Right, so I'm saying, I'm just talking in general, you cannot have a positive without a negative, mm. though. Okay. Not like right. we should give them negative, too. Right. But, but, think about it, like, it's all about perspective, though, because their positive could be negative in our eyes, and we're just making their positive a negative, which is making ours a positive. So, I think we should be open-minded. I think we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be negative to anybody, you know? But you saying we shouldn't be negative is not being open-minded, though. You're already closing the fact that negativity is not an option. I think it should always be an option there. Because then you fight it stronger and faster and more positively. Hmm. So, would you say that negative, negativity is useful? It is motive. It is, um very helpful when it comes to motivating, when it comes to change, when it comes to progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, see, okay, I think about this in the charge, electric charges, like, pro, um... Protons and neutrons? Yeah, mm -hmm. negative charge, that positive charge, and how they balance each other out for the neutrality. Mm hmm That's how I think of it, like, in a scientific chemical... Which I failed. I failed chemistry. I mean, that's that's nature. That's how nature works. Mm -hmm. Positives, negatives. There's opposites. Yeah. Black and white. Zeros and ones. Mm -hmm. Call it what you want. It's opposites. Yeah, like, how come no one's talking about the negative numbers that we learned in math? What do you mean? We always learned about, like, negative zero, or not negative zero, negative one, negative two... We use that in equations, mathematical. Mm -hmm. You know what's so funny? I always hated math, so I was really good at multiplication quizzes. I'm not sure about you. Mm -hmm. Me? Like those timetables. Like, I was quickly at multiplying, but oh. did you like math? So, did you memorize those tables, though? Well, <clears throat> no. It was no? like mad minute quizzes. It was like you had to answer the quick multiplication things in a minute. Yeah. And whoever did it first, like, I was so good at that. But math, <laughs> I was really weak at. And I'm Indian, so that's not a good thing because Indians are good at with that shit. But I just, <laughs> I'm probably good with it. I just never, like... The point is, is that, didn't you always hear people say, God, why do we have to learn this? Like, math is not mm -hmm. applicable in your life, really. Right, yeah. It's... But, that's why I'm thinking now, think about negative numbers besides just the positive numbers. I don't know. I'm trying to go somewhere with this, but I want you to be on my wavelength, so... Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, negative numbers themselves, just just for the fact that they exist, it's like, why? Yeah, well... It's also a thing in math. It's called imaginary numbers, if you remember about yes, those. I do. And I think negative numbers were part of imaginary numbers. What are some imaginary numbers again? There are numbers that are that are infinite that don't end. So let's say one. So one third is an is an imaginary number because it goes infinitely on. This is three point three 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 three. Yeah, three point three three four. So at some point, and like pi and like mm -hmm. and, and 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 numbers that like divide by themselves mm -hmm. or something like like I don't know like. Math shit. shit. I forgot about that. Math shit. I don't remember, but like... But like, now that I think about it, math can be applied to like everyday life. If right. we just connect the two, it might be a fun project for us to do. Well, that's and what we do. And for you guys listening to do. That's what we do every day. This is a whole really, project. We do small we don't notice math that. all the time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We, we don't, don't notice, notice it. We don't credit it enough. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah.
Because there's a lot of ways how you can think about math in everyday life. Like, you could be like... I mean, I want to I wanna give a personal example. Because I think about a lot of things in, like, percentages. Or when it comes to time. I like to think about time. And, like... Yes. How I can most effectively use yeah. my time. That's a big thing for me. So, uh-huh. I try to do the math. I mean, I guess just the numbers. I'm thinking about the numbers a lot. When it comes to time. Yeah. What do you do? How do you make sense out of time? I... It's pretty difficult when you have like... I mean like you gotta have a plan. I'm afraid. You're afraid? Of time running out. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it's, it's scary. I don't think time can run out. I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's how it goes. Well, in it's a perspective, though. I mean, it's um, not a perspective. It's relevant. What's the word I'm looking for? Relative to you? It's a relative. It's yeah, a relative. It's a relative to anyone. Yeah, yeah okay, so it yeah. can run out for some people mm-hmm. to do something mm-hmm. that required their time that they didn't give time to, so that ran out for them. Right. I don't think time could run out, because, like, look, we live... For a certain thing, though, like, you have to understand, like, we don't, we can't control, I don't know. We can't control time. Everyone is controlling their own version of time, which is affecting other people's timelines. So, for example, if I really wanted to do something today, but there was a fire in my way, which, ironically, there was a random fire near here, the point is, is that that was somebody else's doing so that thing that I wanted to do couldn't happen because of somebody else's doing so what I'm trying to say is it's all connected do you vibe with me right now the same fire affected a lot of different other people you know right that's not what I'm saying though yeah but it's it's an interesting fact how like that fire affected you well no, it didn't. Not, I'm saying it could have. Like, if I wanted to get somewhere today, but I, it would, all the roads were blocked because of the fire, mm-hmm. that is not my control of time. Yeah. But, so that's what I mean by, like, and I, let's say I had a really important meeting, and mm-hmm. I missed it because of that. Yeah. So that means time ran out in that situation for me. Mm-hmm. So you basically got to put yourself in the best possible position at any time, to, to succeed at any time, basically. So the question comes down to how do you put yourself in that position so that you're always aligned with time? I think you plan. You stick to a plan. You stick to something. You got to stick to something. Yeah. And then, like, you get, you get used to your plan, and then you just see possibilities easier all the time. And, like, you make better choices all the time because you already know what you want and because you're already used to evaluating a lot of other things that you already tried to evaluate to your current goals. And any new thing that you evaluate, it's easier to decide if it's yes or not because, like, you make so many different um, evaluations before already if it's, u- if it's useful like anything is useful for you or not. So that pra- that takes practice, knowing whether you should stick to that thing or not then, right? Yeah. Like, do you find yourself sticking to the things that you want to stick to, or do you still have trouble with that? I have trouble sticking to something, <clears throat> but I think that's because my thing is that um, I don't really stick to anything. That it is my thing that I, I like finding new things, mm. and like it's. It's more my, like you're always evolving, then. Right. Yeah. But I also like ch- things to change. Right. Personally, like it's a personal preference. I like things changing my life all the time. Yeah. So in a way, change for you is constant. Yeah. But in general, people changing are going through changes all the time. They should know it's constant for them, too. It's but it's thing. different, though, to stick with a plan, though, like, and commit through. Like, that's different. That's what... 
I think is mastering time is if you respect it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like if you say you'll be somewhere or some, do something at a certain time and place, then you do it. Right? Yeah. And you don't... Unless like, you're dead, but... <laughs> that means time is really running out. Then you have different problems if you're dead. Well, or you might have found a solution. <laughs> I don't know. But you're dead, so it doesn't matter. I don't even know what dead means. Well, See, dead for the living is always going to be a mystery. But dead for the dead is always going to be like... I get it. <laughs> I think it's sorry, living. It's probably pretty simple though. To be dead, like it's not that hard. Like it's, it's like it's probably you die and your spirit goes somewhere and just does its next thing and it's not that but special. But it's so interesting to think about death in today's age where we're all thinking about life and parallel universes. It's like, see. Life and death are two interesting things, realities that we've created as humans. So if we're so busy about thinking about our lives, why don't we put that attention on our death? And maybe that would help us with our lives. Okay, can you guys not even smoke weed and sure you sound like a lunatic? I think you're trying to com- um, combine the, the death part and the, the, the life part. And I think the, the common denominator there is that we're spirits. Like, I was just yeah. thinking that how crazy it is that we have bodies. And then we also have our minds, which two as separate are very, very, very powerful things. Yeah. Like, we could do a lot with just one of them. Like, if, if we were just a spirit, we could do a lot of things, I'm sure. Although, limited. Be, so you're saying if we didn't have this mind that stopped us from doing... Yeah, I mean... It, it, what it, our spirit wants us to do more of. Works both ways. Like, our yeah. mind stop, stops our body, body and our body stops our mind. They yeah. both are limitation on each other. Like, our mind cannot leave our body and, mm-hmm. our, you know, we can only do that much. Right. Like, because I was thinking, like, why do people sleep? Like, if mm-hmm. I had a choice, I wouldn't be sleeping. Right. Like, I only sleep because my body wants me to sleep. Like, I would be up 24-7 if right. I could. I would be, like, doing something all the time. Like, I don't need to sleep. Yeah. Like, and it's funny because me these days is back on my grind of not wanting to sleep. But there are a nice. lot of conflicting um, studies on sleep. Right. Yeah. Because... I don't know, sleep is when you unlock a different part of your mind Mm -hmm. that I think we might need in order to keep going. Mm -hmm. Like dreams, right? Like dreams isn't... But then again, maybe we're never really sleeping. We're always working. Our minds are always working. Because they're dreaming. You know what I think it is? Yeah. I think this one's going to make you think a little... As if this whole conversation hasn't wanted... I think it would make make think anyone a little bit. If you look at it like this. That sleep itself, like, there's nothing in life that we do anything that is similar to sleep. There's some weird things we do. There's people that give birth. There's a body coming in another body. There's people sleeping. People lay down and their mind goes somewhere. And then there's dying. Mm-hmm. I think these are three very spectacular and hard to conceive things. So you're saying giving birth, dying, and sleeping are the three most bizarre things we do as humans? Like, uh, Yeah, for human beings, I think mm-hmm. those are like really interesting things. But for the sleep, if you look at it like this, when you lay down in your bed, you close your eyes, and you pass out for... You literally pass out. You, you, you zone out. You black out. You call it whatever it is. You enter a different reality. You get lost for seven hours or eight hours or whatever it is. Like you're literally, what it's called is meditation. You're meditating. Your body is meditating. Your mind leaves your body probably. I mean, I doubt it stays there. Like if you think about all these things, this whole universe, why would your mind stay in this one place so that's why like some people experience sleep paralysis when they feel like 
they can't move mm -hmm. because their body is frozen. So that's the, that's the state where someone's experienced their mind and their body being in a different place, right? Yeah. Because their mind is acting faster than their body. So the body's like, wait, what's going on? I need to get away from this, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and you, if you think about it, like sometimes when you lay in your bed, when you fall asleep, I mean, you're like in this, in this, in this part in between sleep and being awake, you feel like you're not in the bed. You mm. feel like you're Floating. in between something, right? You feel like you're almost there. You're almost asleep. It's this nice feeling. Oh, it's the greatest feeling, it's right? Because you know you're about to fall asleep. Yeah, you know you're about to just like completely shut off. Yeah. You, right? Or shut down. Yeah, it's this feeling that like you're about to, like something's about to mm -hmm. happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the best state of to be in. It's almost yeah. like I don't want to say you're in limbo, but it's so calm, calmful. Yeah, it is calming. Is that is that a word? Calmful. You know what? We're gonna make it a word. It's calmful. Yeah. I'm gonna put my gum here. Sure. Um. Because it's oh, it's almost euphoric. Mm -hmm. Like if anyone were to do drugs. That feeling when you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. that's the feeling when you're almost about to fall asleep. Yeah. It's not REM sleep, it's like just before REM sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's the last thing you remember before you fall asleep, right? I Basically. Think so. And then sometimes when you are in that part of falling asleep and then you fall a little bit deeper asleep uh -huh. and then something happens around you. You feel like then you, you get dragged up. out. You, you feel like you feel like literally feel like you get dragged out. Like is this weird body feeling? Like yeah. This mind? Well, some I've had some experiences where I felt like someone actually smacked me. Oh shit. Or hit me, and a lot of people have actually have had that. They think mm -hmm. it was like ghosts or spirits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, talking about that, there was this one instance where I went to a camp. I was a kid, and you just said someone smacked you. You, or like you felt, felt like someone slapped you and you woke up from it and you don't even know why. And that's the craziest thing because the, the complete opposite happened to me was I was at a camp and I was sleeping with a bunch of people in the same room and like my phone was ringing in the middle of the night and supposedly the whole room was like kicking me and hitting me and like throwing pillows at me and I wasn't waking up. Hmm. I just wasn't waking up. And this is the thing for me, like, at night, I'm really hard to, like, wake up, like, my, my deep... Oh, you're a deep sleeper. I'm a deep uh. sleeper. I'm really deep sleeper. I guess, like, I don't know. Like, it's not an issue for me. I just sleep. But I guess I'm a deep sleeper, which is crazy. And, like, if you get hit and you don't wake up, how is that possible? Yeah, I know. How do you not react? Like, my mind so must have been So did you ever somewhere. wake up or was it just, like, they were, like, forget it? I didn't wake up. They only told me that the following morning. Like, they told me, like, they were trying to wake me up because my That's phone was... Weird. Someone was calling my phone or something like that. And, yeah, I didn't wake up. Maybe they didn't try hard enough to wake you up. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> they, they did. Really? I'm sure someone... I mean, look, it shouldn't take much to wake me up. And if you're in, in a room full of kids, I'm sure someone's going to try hard enough to wake you up if you're not waking up. <laughs> so yeah, I was going to kick you or something I don't know but I, know. I wasn't I didn't wake up I didn't remember anyone trying to wake me up huh so where was I yeah where were you where, where, where was I well your mind wasn't there to tell you to wake up that's pretty much what happened then right your spirit wasn't there I don't know what I wasn't in my body that's what it was mm -hmm. I was somewhere else in my dreams yeah. wherever that is gone that's interesting yeah, it's kind of crazy. i don't know yeah sleep and then dreams those are what do you think about the saying um that um sleep is the cousin of death i've heard something similar to that um and i well that's what i was saying does it make sense because you were talking yeah how what do you think makes sense? Because I don't... 
Because, because I think for some people, sleeping is a sign or can be related to like lifelessness because mm. you're so relaxed. Like I mentioned, euphoric, you're just done, gone, shut down. And that's how people think of death. But the only difference is that sleep, your heart's still beating and your mind is still racing. So... Is your mind really racing, though? I think the mind is always working. The brain's always active. Mm-hmm. Even when you're meditating, the brain and the mind are still really active. Maybe not as much as it is when you're not meditating, which is why it's so important to give yourself more moments in the day to relax your brain and shut it down. Because the more we overwork our brain, the worse it is for our health. And I know that for a fact, coming from somebody like me, who thinks a lot. Mm-hmm. And not always going back to what you're saying, not always positively. So that works out in not my favor. Mm-hmm. And I know you think a lot too, but I feel like your process of thinking is not as stressful as many of like at least as mine. Not and that a, could just be like not as emotional. It could just also be from where you're from, which mm-hmm. I think my background. I, I forgot where you're from, dude. I'm, I'm from that's what Europe, from Latvia. It's La- it's Latvia, that's right. But Latvia, which I love saying, because I feel like I say it really cool. I like it. <laughs> I love it, like Latvia. Yeah. Um, is near, you. where is it near? Uh, Estonia, Lithuania, Poland. Okay. Belarus, Russia is there. Finland, Sweden is across the sea. But it's its own country in yeah. Europe. Yeah, yes. But, but you're surrounded by... By other small countries. Other small countries. <laughs> That's how the whole, whole Europe works. It's a bunch I of small know. countries. I know. But what makes Latvia so special? There's a, there's, a, I mean, I am not a person who is big on energies, although you might think I am. And, yeah. And I, maybe, and maybe I understand some of that stuff, but ever since I've come to U.S. and lived here for the past four years, and like I've come more into the touch and more into understanding of things that are more abstract and are really hard to explain, like, energies. Yeah. Like, everyone has their own understanding of energy, Uh what an energy is. It's probably a pretty broad spectrum of how to interpret it, but it's something that is external, I think, that everyone agree on. Uh Somehow affects us. Something that is with us, I suppose, or just is external out of us. You're saying energy. Yeah, energy. But what I'm saying this is, is I think my country is very special that there's a lot of energy there. And I'm sure it has to do with the history of of, of, of where it's located or the geography or the people that live there or just my ancestors. Like, because my people, like even nowadays, we're really like, we have a lot of rituals that are ba- basically, I, mean, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce it right, but like, pagan Uh like pagan rituals like that's basically what my whole country is about we're pagans like we're literally just people that were like a part of this history like millions of years ago there were vikings there were my people all these cultures and now my people have been strong enough to still have a country like there's very few countries in the world that are less than two million people right but my country is like and like it, it makes them special. Like they're, they're so little of us, but we're really like there's like strong. I suppose mm-hmm. like we're still able to make a difference. Is what I'm saying. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think anyone who also goes to my country, they really come back with like like um, interesting feedback and be like, yeah, I really liked it. It felt nice. Like the energy was good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. That being said, recommend everyone go to Latvia. If you go to Europe, go to go Latvia. Go to Latvia. What's the food like? The food, the food is very natural. Ooh. A lot of potatoes. So oh. if people like potatoes, I mean, most people like potatoes. Yeah, everyone's on that sweet potato grind thing. But yeah. I mean, it's basically country food. It's like yeah. European country food. Like, if you have German, I don't know if something special like. grows there in Latvia that's like plush. 
versus other? Not really. Just regular vegetables. We have sea. We have fish. But isn't it just so interesting how we're sitting here in LA and there's people in Latvia mm -hmm. and we're just like talking about them. But like it's also just like what is the what is the most pressing thing on their minds versus what's on our minds? What is it that they're trying to achieve versus what we're trying to? Are we really trying to achieve the same thing? And what are the resources that they need or what we need from them that we're not thinking about that maybe we should think about? I'm just so sick of this bubble that I'm trapped in and there's people in Latvia who I'm like... And but, there's so many people in this world, but I'm so confined to this one space that is already seems so big, but it's so small in the grand scheme of things because Latvia is like it's there. A, it's a different reality. And that's it's, what it it's is. It's a whole. It's a different reality. That's exactly and what it is. It's exactly what it is because you're right, and like it, I'm the, like it's just I don't know how to put it into into. It's, it's so like a, it's like, a, it's like an ant in the middle of a battlefield. Not even that. That's not even like, that's half of what I mean. But think about that size. And you think that ant is just like, oh, this is my life. You know, this is a little hole I live in. And that's that. But there's a whole other. And so I'm feeling that way now. And I'm just like, God, like. And, but the thing is, the only way I'm connected to Latvia right now is through you. Isn't that amazing? But you're not that different than me. We're actually so much more alike than we realize. And it's like, wow. I never might go to Latvia, but I guess I went through it through you. And that's enough in this lifetime. But maybe my past life I've been there. Maybe my past life you've been in India. Unless you've already been. I'm not sure if you visited. I haven't. But energy is really important because people use the word energy loosely and I hate that. Yeah. Because it's such an important word for me. I feel like some people just really say it without, without really meaning it. Without knowing what it really means. Without knowing or without or really meaning it. Which without is the really worst. meaning it. Which is when they talk and it's like, I don't know. I feel like they shouldn't talk about it if they don't know what they're talking about. I really about. am curious about how that word became trending. So when I first moved out here six years ago, right, I always hear people tell me, wow, your energy is just... I was like, what? My energy? I mean, I, I guess I sleep a lot. But like, I never knew what that meant. And now everyone's throwing around like, I just don't like the energy in here. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I, I don't know how it became trending. You want to hear my version? I think it's because people are just becoming more aware of energy nowadays. But I, but in a, in a really annoying way. True, but but that's how people in are in a spiritual hippie white way, where like, oh yeah, like I know about Om. I have a tattooed on me, and Om. I'm like, oh my god, Om. Oh, <laughs> Uh, there you go. <laughs> that should be like a title of something. Oh my god. Oh my god, this tattoo. Wait, I'm trademarking it here. Do not oh steal that. Oh my. That should be the, that should be the epic like every single. Oh my god, we're talking energy. Oh my god, we're talking white people and their spirituality. No, but seriously, I mean. And then they use like the word vibe, energy. Um, I guess people, I know people are becoming more enlightened, but it's also, I think, um, heading towards a time where everyone's combining science. Though no one's saying it just yet. I want to be the first to do it, but we'll see. But they're combining, not that I'm the first to do it. Anyways, mm -hmm. but really being more aware of the combination of science and spirit. Because mm -hmm. energy is scientific, but it's also spiritual. Mm -hmm. So, of course, and it's also like battery operated. We are the batteries. Is, yeah. Okay. So we're batteries now. Yeah. We <laughs> well, are. it's true. We have energy in us. Yeah. We're a battery. We have charge. It makes us a battery. Look, we could we could rub our hands and we, we could make energy. Like 
heat. That's one of energy. Yeah. Some electricity rubber hair. I know. Yeah. Are you saying that we can be robots? Mm. If we try really, really, really hard. If we get switched out enough parts, we could become robots. If our heart gets switched to uh, some plastic pumping thing that put in us. If our legs get switched out for prosthetic legs. You know, that kind of thing. So, the question is, is whether we want to or not. Yeah. Basically, become a Terminator. Some people don't have options. To become a robot? They have to. If you lose your legs, you get a prosthetic. Well, at least you get a prosthetic. So, maybe... We should stop okay, feeling bad for people losing legs because secretly they're becoming the future of what this humanizing, like human civilization is becoming. Don't feel bad for them. It happened. It happened to them. They no, don't, they don't the want you to. They don't want you to feel bad legs. for them. And now they get to like have an advantage, and we're like, fuck. What? From having no legs to running faster now. Damn it! Like I'm gonna lose my leg. <laughs> you well, know? No. But look, they they. It's a bad thing that happens to them in their life. No, I don't feel... I mean, I feel bad for, like, the fact that, like, they had to go through it. But right. what you make up for it is, like, recognition and, mm-hmm. and hum- like. But it doesn't really matter to them. Like, the recognition. I think they no, hate it. I think, I think some of them like it. like it. Like... Maybe they do. Some people are capitalizing on becoming recognized through their shortcomings. Right. For example, gay people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But think about it. Like, they used to get, you know, whatever, gay people, and now they're all, like, loud and proud. Yeah. And, but it's becoming, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're past that. Mm-hmm. Same with Black Lives Matter. Same with... There's a difference of fighting for what you need to fight for, but then there's also a difference of now using it to your advantage to be a star. Mm-hmm. I think you have to have some common identity there. I mean, I don't mind mad at it. Like, I would probably do the same thing, but I, you gotta still have, like, a ground. Anyways, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I, I, we're in L.A., and I, and I see that side of the industry, like, every day. I'm surrounded by it. Gay people? No, just using what people attack you for as a superpower to make it big and famous in Hollywood. So transgender, gay, um, losing your legs, Down mm. syndrome, like, mm. it's almost as if, I mean, Hollywood's giving people a beautiful spotlight and a platform to showcase who you really are without, you know, feeling like you're different than everybody else just because you can't see, you can't hear, mm-hmm. you're gay. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, don't make it a show, though, all the time now. Yeah, I think what you're saying is don't make your disability a part of your story. Like, oh, no, no, it's your... a big part of your story. But, I, but like, a lot of, like, for, like... Uh, don't for, go overboard. <laughs> yeah, because I think of, like, executives, I mean, I, I think that's what you're saying. Okay. With like, not movie, but, like, show business executives, they kind of use the fact that, like... Oh, yeah. Like, um... Helping gay people, helping uh, disabled people, helping all these people helps them. Yes, it helps them. And they use that. Yes. They're like, oh, if we cast or if we hire or if we do it this way, business strategy, then we'll we'll see my heroes. Yeah, obviously. I mean, at the end of the day, everything's a business. Mm -hmm. Right. Anything that makes money is business. And in business, you're a shady motherfucker, so... (laughs) Unfortunately, unless you are not. Unless you're not, and I don't know who is like that that's not, but I want to meet them. Some people, I think, are. Like, Cause some Tony people, Robbins, I don't know. He's the first person I came to mind. Gary Vaynerchuk? Gary V. Sure. I love him, but there's also a part of that's like, what little thing seems off. Even though I love him and I watch his shit all the time and I text his number even though he never texts back, but <laughs> his community thing. Yeah. But there's something that's, I can't put my finger on it. Do you know what I'm saying or not? I think what it is about him is that he worked his entire 20s 
So inside, he's very, very sad that he worked his entire 20s. <laughs> so he wants the entire world to work their entire 20s as well. So that's why he's preaching so bad and wants Wait. everyone to work. Because he was working his ass off. He's in his 20s. So he's like, you bitches had to work your ass off too now. <laughs> and he's teaching everyone how to do it, basically. That's because it's the secret sauce. Wait, but he's always saying, like, it's never too late, it's never too late, it's never too late. So... That's right, it's never too late to start working your ass off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying... Yeah, because he's always like, just do it! Just do it! Just work it! Work it! Stop working! That's right. That's what's all... That's why he's so passionate about it. Because he was... He's low-key bitter that he made it at 40 when he's like... No, no, I think he's bitter because he was working his entire 20s, so he missed out on going to parties and, like, <laughs> doing all kinds. Because he was working, and now, like, all he has left is, is still just, work. still work. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it's funny. not funny, but, like... Well, he has more money than he did when he was going. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I never even thought about that. I just thought, like... Yeah, I wonder if he's probably like even bitter about how some twenty-year-olds have it a little bit easier than what he did. What oh, he for had. sure, for sure. He's like, you have internet. <laughs> I didn't have that, you motherfucker. Stop complaining. Like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also in a good way, though, because like he, I mean, <laughs> like we're joking that he only <laughs> wants us to be slaves to work. Right. But he also really cares and like he wants to help you know. Yeah, I do see that he cares. So that's like the thing. But like it's also weird how how like passionate he is about it. Yeah. But like it's also because it's his whole what what he calls his agenda or his whole like like the legacy he wants to leave is yes. to like teach people to work. So I, I mean it's a good thing, you know. Oh yeah. It. Like if anything I always get amped up seeing whatever he posts. Yeah? He posts a lot. He, I know. <laughs> like, geez, Gary, another... And he's on LinkedIn. He's on um, uh, Instagram. He's on... Well, I think that's the only things I follow him on. But... Stop unboxing your video. <laughs> this is sponsored by Kaya's Unboxing Video. Yeah. Get yourself a free... Dog for unboxing. Seven-day <laughs> yeah. seven trial unboxing seven. dog. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> <laughs> unbox all the packages. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Anyways, I don't know what she finds so interesting about tape, but um, Gary Vee's great. But yeah, business. Going back to what we're talking about. Wait. So let's wait. Quick, quick check in. How long have we been interviewing? Or er, uh, interviewing. <coughs> We've been interviewing each other for 47 minutes and 58 seconds. That's not bad. Yeah, it's been a while. I say we wrap up with a, a last note. That's a good timeline. Yeah, what's your last note that you want to leave people with? My dog has really sharp teeth and it hurts my hands. And also a nurse told me today that I have really good veins on my arms. It's and a good I, combination. Yeah. So, clearly Kaya probably wants to eat me until I'm flesh and veins and bones. Because the nurse clearly said I have good veins. So, my body is leading me as I... Okay, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I have good veins, y'all. Um, and... I don't know what's going to happen to me. I just know that I want to make my future self proud. What about you, Rudolph? I want to make my And my past self. self. Past and future self. Well, it's too late for your past self. No! Little Rudolph is like, in there, is like, please don't forget me. I'm the one who started you, so please make me proud. And you're like, shut up! <laughs> yeah, but I don't care. That's, that's the past. I'm moving no! somewhere. Look. He already. You were just talking about Latvia and the roots. My past is in the past. He already lived his time. I'm now. I'm living my time now. So. Don't ever forget him. I'm not forgetting him. Okay. He's there. He's there. I'm. I'm acknowledging him right now. He's there. Okay. There. I have a past. I'm not saying I didn't exist. Yeah. 
But I have goals, different goals than I had in the past, different direction moving now. Yeah. So. But I think it's always good to like, I'm sensitive about this because this week is about, well this month is about re-checking everything you have from your roots. Mm-hmm. Like, I see. I see coming into saying. terms with your ancestry, with your roots, with the past, in order to move forward. I think everyone needs to heal and. I'm interrupting your last final thought. No, no, I agree with you. Everyone has to heal. Everyone has to have a path. Yeah. You know? It's really tough without that because sometimes, like, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, what? Why am I here? Yeah, Why is this going on? Like, things confuse me. Things stress me out. But, like, if you got some path, and if you stick to it, then you at least have the confidence that you're doing something right. Right. Do you at least sticking to something, and like whatever it is, it's better than not sticking to anything. Yeah. So like that's a good takeaway, guys. You know, just stick to your plan. <laughs> yes. Oh, scared me. Yeah. So um, we'll see you um. See you next time. See you. That was my roommate. Nice. That my dog barked at. Yeah. So? Why was she barking at my roommate? Because she was excited. And that leaves us with why do dogs bark? I'm talking about that on the next podcast. To be continued. To be continued. On the next episode. Of. Unboxing with dog. <laughs> unboxing with Kaya. Unboxing with Kaya. But clearly, we actually are unboxing life. Yeah. Are we unboxing from the inside or from the outside? I don't know, but that should be a new take on unboxing videos. Unboxing from the inside? And from the outside? Well, when you unbox in that box, you do it from the outside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're doing it from the outside going in. Mm-hmm. We're going in. We're going into this box. We're going into Pandora's box. Okay, stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>